What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. <laughs> What? First of all, use your mic voice. Uh, welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood, guys. Um, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third. Oh my God! And he's you are the mic. worst. <laughs> Hey man, so I went I went to the bathroom back there and they said don't go back there. Good God. That bathroom Great. it smells so bad now my nostrils are awake. I'm here. Great now Rob Milligan, y'all. Now we're all a part of this. No, I want everyone to be a part of this experience I just had. None of us want to be though. Well no, we're a team. We're doing this. All right. Uh, <laughs> um so for those of you who don't know, we are Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Uh we have a podcast on the Headgum Network. Um, we review films with, uh, leading black actors, uh, and then we kind of talk about them in the context of race and how Hollywood deals with race and also why there are so few movies with leading, uh, black actors or people of color. Especially a a studio picture. That's, those are the films we try to focus on because studio, I mean, you can get an indie, you know what I'm saying? You can get an indie. Basically at the end of the day, uh... We have dollar signs in our eyes <laughs> at all times. <laughs> and we want uh, there to be dollar signs in the eyes of more black people. So. But it's not, but I feel like we talk about black people, but it's like we, we've had episodes where we talk about like how many Asian leads have we had? How many like yes, women of color, color leads have we had? And it's like, hey man, we're running out of studio pictures, to right. be honest, that don't star Denzel, 
Will Smith, right. Denzel, or Will, Will Smith. Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because right. I mean, we done, we did like two Will Smith we, movies already. We've done, we've, we've done two <laughs> Eddie Murphy movies already. We've Woo. done two Jamie Foxx movies, <laughs> and we've done two Will Smith <laughs> movies already. Uh, yeah, man. Like, um, uh, and people constantly request more of those. <laughs> like, we can't. We got to get somebody else in these streets, um, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, we got to do a Nick Cannon one. Nick we Cannon do have to, be, to do a Nick Cannon. Why do we have to do a Nick Cannon? No, we have to be the man back in the day. Drumline, drumline. The people like drumline. Underclassmen. Drumline made me want to go to college. Zero. Drumline got a zero cheers for underclassmen. Underclassmen, people were like, "That's a movie." I didn't know. Say his best movie, man. Don't do that to him. What? Love don't cost a thing. All right. We had we had to. It's first of all. Thank you guys for coming, um, and thank you to NYU Gallatin who uh, invited yeah, us here. Yeah, thanks for bringing us here. Yeah, so for Black History Month. For Black History Month. Why don't we thank get around Thank yourselves pa- if you're not black and you're in the audience, because you came out doing some support. Uh, Gerald likes to just thank white people for just saying hello to black people. <laughs> think about it. How often does a white what person say, how often is a, how, how often does a white person say hello to you? No. no. What are you talking Ger- about? My mom is no, white. Ger- no, no. My mom is white. Also, I'm talking to him. Let me go. No, no. Also, just how often do people just randomly say hello to you? <laughs> they should. No, no. No, what I'm saying is if you see somebody <laughs> Say hello. I don't know, know what, what day and age you think you live in. I'm in 2000. You know what? Let's start. Man, let's start All the right. show, okay. man. Y'all okay. know, we're here to review the film 12 Years a Slave. Ugh. Oh, goodness gracious. What's wrong with Why? this? Why? Uh, is the, it's a slave movie. This is a t- yes, yes, absolutely. It's called 12, 12 Years, Years a Slave. A slave. <laughs> On the poster, he's running. It's a movie. <laughs> He don't run away in the movie. Why he running on the poster? Well, he does. He does run. He, he, there he are times. No, when there he are. Runs. There's a. There is a scene where he thinks about running, and there's and, and he, he very quickly stops. Yes. <laughs> on the poster, what do you see on the poster? The black dude running. Yeah, but it's but the it's <laughs> the symbol. The it book? symbolizes. He couldn't be right. No, but it symbolizes he's running in a lot of ways. He's running away from himself. Mm. He's running away from the plantation. He's running right. away from. Love. He's love? running away. He's I don't know about love. Love, right? Because well, no, because well, okay, stop yeah, well, okay, you okay. stop it. Right okay, now. so first of all, I want to know just for us, how many people have seen Twelve Years a Slave in here? Is okay, great. Okay, great. great. Wait, Everyone raised their hand it? for the who people that haven't seen it. That, that's Good. okay. It's that's fine. fine. So we I, only have a couple of people. Just just so you know, um, for the for those of you who don't, uh, the and for our listeners, the movie uh, was based on Solomon Northup, which is a real person. Who wrote? Who actually wrote a book, like an, auto, an autobiography of this time in his life, where he was a slave for twelve years. Essentially, he was a free man. Though I'm, it doesn't really explain how he, if he was born. It was free. Terry Killiam's fault. No, well, no, no, no that's not. Um, da- okay. What is? Wrong? <laughs> no, sorry, no, sorry. We're not, we didn't get there yet. You are so ready to yell at white but, people. Uh, sorry, we didn't get there yet. We yeah, didn't they get don't. There yet. They fault, don't explain fault. if he. They don't explain how if, he if, came to be a free man. How he came to be free, but he was free. He had free papers. Uh, oh, oh, you mean at the very beginning? Li- yes, he yes. lived in the north. He was free, and then essentially he was kidnapped. He was drugged, kidnapped, and sold into slavery illegally. Which I mean, just the fact that slavery was legal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this, but, but just but, to be clear, <laughs> this. But, that was illegal. What happened? But it was it was it, actually illegal. What yes. happened to him? I mean, it was it was it was bad. But like technically, like 
back in those days that people care? Like, if he was to go to somebody, if he no, was to go well, to well, said, I think like, that's the whole point is that, no, most no. people didn't care. That's why he was a slave for 12, 12 years. years. Y'all ain't got to keep telling me the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know what it is. He was 12 years. Uh, hold on. Why it got to be 12 years of a slave? Why couldn't it be like. That's what he I, wrote. He just. he. That's what Solomon after North, up, the living real, the life that he lived, he was like, that's what I was. 12 years of slave. 12 years of slave. Um, so anyway, it's a real person. But the, it's somebody that who had heard of Solomon Northup before the movie Twelve Years a Slave. One, two, yeah, three, 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 three. three. Oh. three. Uh, <laughs> and I'm guessing most people. I never. I never did not him. know the story. And I'm guessing, and the director of this movie, Steve McQueen, also had not heard of Solomon yeah. Northup, according to IMDb trivia, which is kind of spotty at best. But if we yeah. are to believe it. Uh, Steve McQueen was actually trying to write a script about a, uh, a man who was free and then sold into slavery, and he couldn't really write it. Or he was trying to write it, and then his wife was like, hey, this is an actual thing that really yeah. happened. Stop and making him, stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. Really need. Yeah. Like, you have There's no need. Um, uh, cool. So the movie won Best Picture uh, for the Academy Awards 2014. Yeah, it was the best... Um, it, it? it won best screenplay? Uh, sc- adapted screenplay. Adapted screenplay. Uh, John Ridley, who is who went to Gallatin apparently. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, shout Big out. Ups. Big ups. Shout um, out. And and I think it won like best costume design. Yes. And yes. Not, did it win one yes. other thing? Whatever. L- uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't. It, we it, don't it was know. nominated <laughs> for best director for Steve McQueen. He did not right. win. Chatel Ijefor was also nominated for best actor. He did not win, and it won for best supporting actress, Lupita, Lupita. Uh, Nyong'o, and she and that was her debut performance, actually, or f- her first cinematic performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she won, and uh, so yeah, and it's also it happened to be the last time uh, people a of black color. Per- person of color was nominated for not <laughs> for acting. That's a fact. That's not even a thing that I'm. That's so just yes, like, and that was what, that was two years ago, and for two right? years in a row, we've had zero. Nominations. But you know what's going to happen next year, right? What's that? Birth of a Nation, the, the new slavery movie coming out. We all we all know I've, that I've, next year the new slavery movie will be nominated for an Oscar, right? Well, and it it's going to win because they're like, oh, snap, we ain't have black people in like two years. We got to get one, and they're going to give it to the new slave movie. <laughs> I'm tired of slave movies. You are movies. so mad. You're so mad about this. Thing, all right, here we go. He could Okay, get, oh, what, two seconds. Okay, go. Go into it. That's what I'm saying. They couldn't have wrote a movie about a doctor who just happened to be what? black. Who, who wait, was, no. no. Hear me who? out. Hear me out. Who was just struggling to figure out, oh, man, stress is happening. I have a drug addiction. I'm, like, I'm going through complicated things, but I'm a doctor and get nominated? Do I got to be a slave every time? Every time I got to be a no, slave? I mean, no. No. That's the answer to that slave. question. You don't have to be if, a slave every time. If, if we have Birth of a Nation next year, then a pause for two years, and the next movie is that oh, would... Freedom Ring. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> losing my damn mind. Let Freedom but Ring. What, if, what if Freedom Ring is a really good movie though? <laughs> like, what if it's a really good movie and deserves oh to be nominated for an Oscar? Cool, 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 cool. For the listener, <laughs> Jiraz just staring. He just, just there. he stared a hole in uh, myself. Okay, cool. So. Uh. So obviously this movie is very well received. It made 153 million dollars worldwide. Most of that was actually international, which is yeah. was it? Yeah. I and, I have to say this. What? I think it deserves all that money. Okay. It, it, 
I mean, I so these are your initial thoughts. Yes, yeah, so this thoughts. is my first time seeing it, and you didn't see it in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. Why not? I didn't. Why not? Yeah, because it was called Twelve Years a Slave, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see slaves. I legitimately didn't want to see another slave movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they make me sad. They make me feel like I'm gonna sink into myself and die. Um, so I did not see it. Right. And and I watched it today, and I was like, this movie is amazing. Hmm. I legitimately think that it is a great movie. That's not a bold thing to yeah, say, that's James. Fine. No, I'm you scared. I'm just that one no, picture, You dude. just said that like, I, I, yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to go against no, the I'm just, here. I'm scared of Gerard because not, he I'm just went on a tirade about how no, he doesn't listen, like I'm not going to like crap on the movie. One best picture. It had a black director. It starred black people. I'm like, I'm not going to like, I'm not. I'm not going to like be like, oh, but I'm going to be like, oh. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh. Why All right. What were your initial thoughts? Is this your first time seeing it? This is my second time. Okay. My initial thought was, I'm not watching this movie. It took me two days to watch this movie. <laughs> For I'm real? Gonna tell you, it did because I didn't want to watch time. it. The second time. Yeah. First time I saw it because I see it with. <laughs> I saw it the first time with my wife friend. I saw it with Dave because <laughs> we were like, oh man, let's let's experience this together. <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why that was good. Cause that was awkward for both of us. <laughs> that was super awkward. We're like, oh yeah, Michael Fassbender. Oh man, he is rough. Anyway, second time I watched it. Second time I watched it, I stopped watching once Terrence Killiam came in and they were being nice to him, and I'm like, see, that's messed up. They put the nice white dude in here. He being all friendly. And I forgot Taron Killam was the dude who, like, tricked him and drugged right, him or whatever. Right, Taron Killam is, uh, uh, he's on Saturday Night Live. And I like him. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people on SNL. Yeah. I haven't watched SNL since. <laughs> you stopped watching SNL Wait, because of 12 Years of Slave? He was too good. He was too good. I need a week. I need a solid week before I can watch any clips in a minute. <laughs> because this is my thing. It's like, I thought the movie was great. I thought, like, honestly, man, I can't even say, <sighs> I can't say I thought it was great watching it the first time. Okay. The first thing, the first, my first thought, because I took notes. I never take notes. My first thought was, how come the woman who plays um, Liza, 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 yeah. Liza got no recognition? She actually was a strong black woman who cared about her kids and who didn't want to give up a fight. Why? This is I, I, I totally. This, so there's a character. So there's a character yeah. in the film Liza. That's the one who was sold with Jafar, and she's she is. She's separated from her children mm-hmm. um, in the in close to the beginning of the movie, in the first third the fir- of the, the first the first slave time. Yeah, and she and there's a very powerful scene where she's just crying, weeping, weeping, and and Solomon is is upset that of her crying. He's like, "Stop crying!" And she's like, "I can't." She's like, "Would you let just let me weep for my children?" Yeah, and then she's like, "Do you not weep for your kids?" And the note I wrote was, oh, "Please don't kill me." The note was, "It's interesting that she got no love for playing a woman who cared." And Lapita got a lot of love for playing a woman who gave up. And my thing about that was, it's like, how come, wow. how come the black woman in the film who, like, like even, even Platt, for instance, was like, stop crying, stop weeping, stop whatever. And she's like, her kids were sold into slavery, right? Like, Platt's kids were still safe in the North. So I understand he still had fear. He's You're still calling Solomon Platt, by the way. Just to, no, 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 no. But they, his na- his slave name was Platt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. His, that's his slave. Sorry, yes, don't yes. I keep saying it because that's what they. No, no, no. To I know. Yeah. I'm just just Sorry. clarifying. Platt. Solomon is named Platt by his slavery. Yeah. So like the whole time he's like, "Stop crying, stop crying," and I'm like, 
how come this woman, who t- to me technically had the scene when you see her kids get ripped away, and I don't have kids, but I know if someone dragged my mother away, I'm I'm about to lose my mind. Yeah. How come she got no love? So my my Not, question for compare, you is I hate to no no no. So now my question for you is, do you think that she only? Do you think that it was just uh, in uh, after the movie, the reception of the movie, that she got no love, or do you think that there's an element of the storytelling in the movie that she doesn't get love? I I because well, I, I was I was thinking of the after effect. To me, is that thing of like. Man, to me, it's that thing of, like, sometimes you can get, if you're a person of color, um, you can get love for playing, what's the word? Like, I, I don't know the right word to say. It's like, like, like a, 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 not, not a strong, not a strong, not a powerful person. Like, if you're a person of color, like, yeah. for instance, if you're playing Martin Luther King, you're not going to get nominated. But if you're playing a slave, <laughs> you probably will get nominated. Yeah, but see, I, so what's interesting about that, though, is I think that the way that they show her, even in the movie, is she's... Not in the foreground. She's right. in the background, Al- almost, almost like until that scene until that, that they scene. that they really talk. We don't have any real backstory. You don't, her, even though she probably was also educated and abducted, right? It's yes, yes. well, like, yes. Yeah, I think all family, those but. people were right, but but she is almost uh, scenery in the storytelling. Like as as in like you know uh, this is something that and granted people slaves also wanted to die probably all the time too, yes, but th- but. She was kind of used as like a this is background, you know, like she's not really in the foreground. She's not, you know, it's it's a thing. And when and when when she's really going through it, it's like we're hearing this woman crying or uh, what's in the foreground is the, you know, is the deal that's being made. And what's in the background is like the truth of like this woman being ripped from her family. So I think that, it's, you know, I feel like she didn't get love because. You know, not only does she not get love in the reception, but it's also like in the way that the story's being yeah, told. Yeah, we spend more time with Lupita's character for sure, Patsy. And uh, so, wait, let me just tell. Like, I when I saw this film, I saw this film with my with my parents who are here. Where your parents at? They're right there. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Um, uh, so you decided to see it with your wife and thought that was a good idea. We were like, hey. Uh, let's see it together as a family. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> what a great family movie. Sit <laughs> around, and I gotta tell. It's so funny because like I, I, I don't know why I wasn't. I don't. I wasn't mentally prepared to watch the movie when I first saw it. Like I don't know why I didn't realize that I should be mentally prepared to step into it. But I saw it pretty early on. I saw it before like the real Oscar buzz kicked in. Like, we knew it was supposed to be a good movie, but, like, we saw it pretty early on, and I, like, came into being like, oh, I'm ready to watch, like, a really good film. And when it ended, I was, like, really upset. I, like, immediately was thinking about race. Like, I, I didn't come into the theater thinking about race, and when the movie ended, like, the first thing that I did was, like, look around to see, like, how many white people were in the audience? How many black people were in the audience? And like, all, all of a sudden, had that mulatto st- struggle of like, am I black or white? <laughs> like, if I was in this movie, I'd be a slave. <laughs> and they, how am I supposed to feel? I right? How am I supposed feel? to feel right now? And like, all these things like ha- like fill my mind. And it, and the first thing that I thought of was like, was like, did did this movie bring healing? Like, did this movie? Or did it cause divisiveness? Like, and I, I just think that to me it was like I, I legitimately was like, I feel, I know it's like we don't we we can never forget about these things, but there's there was a, a way in which the film 
really indulged and 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 that's to its credit like it it needed to right but because it indulged so much in the horrors of slavery i like it it, it couldn't i couldn't separate race like in today's age you know what i mean from that yeah and i was just like man this is this is crazy uh it was hard and watching it again i it was i didn't want to watch it again at all um can i make a confession right now go ahead i didn't watch the last 30 minutes of this movie <laughs> yo that's messed up yo I could, so you, you didn't you watch cut. the last 30 so minutes of the movie? It. You missed Lapita's whipping scene. No, I, I stopped. I, that's when I, is that you, first, I stopped at that. So when that I happened, you stopped. I literally was like, yo, I can't. The thing is, like, I, I, te- I was texting everyone, like, the second time I was trying to watch it, like, yo, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. The thing is, I'm now, try, like, I am physically. Because we've been doing well, a lot Gerard, of Gerard, I will Wait, say can this. I say, can I, yeah, can go I say ahead. one thing? Real quick. I'm. I'm with you. I was like, when I saw this movie, I was like, I'm tired. I like, why do we need this movie now? Do we need another slavery movie? But I also was like, I checked. I did some research, and I was like, how many movies about slavery are there really? You guys know there aren't that many. This is the thing, man. There really aren't. Like, big picture, big motion picture movies. Like, the last one was probably Amistad. Or you could say Amazing Grace, maybe. But, like, it's like we had Roots and we had Amistad, and that was enough. For like decades. Yo, I mean, my for th- real though. I think the think about the, how many Holocaust films there are. I think I the think reason more... that it feels like it's a problem, at least to why I struggle watching them and why Dura is sick of seeing them, right? Is that like, and I didn't want to talk about this right now, but um, I just feel like for me, I've seen it, and we and and you see I it, want right. like you asked the question like, do we need this right now? And it's like, it's almost like the movie, it's like the movie just reminds me of the sad history that brought me to be sitting here right now, right? And I don't want to be reminded of that. And and Gerard doesn't want to be reminded of that. And so like, like, I don't need it. You know, it's like, I don't, I personally don't need to see it. That doesn't mean that these movies don't need to be made but i think that that's yeah, well, where the that thing feeling is, the thing that's from. tough to me about it is like for instance when i look out right now everybody here i feel like i see asians i see whites i see blacks all sitting mixed up right and the thing <laughs> is like to me this i need to see a movie like this like to me this is what i care about where it's like it's not a thing like it's not a thing i'm tired of being reminded because again we've been doing a lot of oscar stuff we've been talking about we just saw like race which is about race like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. selma it's like I'm, I'm tired of seeing like the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. I understand it exists. I understand that right now in these very streets, like black people, women of color are still going through it. You know, I want to see a movie, right? I just, I just want someone to make a movie where it's just a group of people having a good time, or even, even if yeah. it's a or, group of or, people or, having or, a good time, or or or, or a movie, <laughs> no, or a movie, no, no struggle. No, what about to say? What about to say? Or a struggle, but the struggle is more so about like them dealing with something they're working on. Like it's, it's like, like, a, like them, a missing cat. Oh, yeah, something. You mean like, and they have like, to go, like, they have to go on like. Somebody's cat goes missing. And they got to go, like, go find the cat. They got to go on adventure. That's a subtle plug for Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, the, the reason the movie was so tough, because it's like, how many times have we seen battered down black people? Yes. Like, per- like yes. And now, outside of just, and maybe I'm taking out my like thing on like the world in this movie, but we think about the news. We think about, let's think about right now. Let's think about right now. Last night, we're taping this. Last night uh, was the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Last night, I, I, I like to check out Fox News, right? I like to check out, just see what people talk okay. about. See what people talking about. Last night, there was a riot 
or whatever you want to call it in Denver, right? People tossing cars and like tossing trash cans yeah. down the street. Like a sport. Have, like a regular old sports event. Right, regular old sports event, right? People going nuts. Yeah. People throwing do you cars know do you know yeah. one of the main things Fox News talked about? Beyonce's Beyonce. disrespect for police. So hold on. Hold, Wait, hear, for real? Hear me out. Hear me, out. Hear me out. This is 2016, right? Beyonce had was had a Super Bowl performance that I think was great. Right? Yeah, it was, was incredible. Great. Everybody knows and, that. And you know what they said? Everybody you know knows it was better than Coldplay. Oh, everybody, knows. I, I was, everybody understands that. I want to try. I want to try. Her, her, her and Bruno Mars say, danced off. It was like everybody just jumped for joy. No, but no, I, I did voluntarily. People were just like, oh, I didn't. I Chris, didn't want. They're like, Chris, Chris Martin stuck his head in. He was I didn't want. I don't know any. Of, like, I don't but, know any of the, the things you're talking. The point is, is that you, we're going, you know why James doesn't know because he, instead of watching the Super Bowl, he watched Twelve Years a Slave. That was that was how I spent my Super Bowl Sunday. That was your decision, by the way. No, but I'm saying we live in that kind of world, right? Yeah, and it's like. It's hard for me to keep watching these movies where I'm like, the people who get nominated, the people who get awarded are like the subservient, like, like. Right. So, well, so let's go into it because let's go into the movie, right? Because this is the other thing. Solomon Northup uh, was a very, very well-educated man. Um, he could play the violin. He was mm-hmm. like a master violinist, right? Uh, which is what, which is what got him into the situation because basically Taron Killam and I, I don't, don't remember the other actors. His names, name is James Tignos. James Tignos. Scott Tignos. McNary. Ah, there you good go. job, James. So they're very Thank funny. Thank you, Jane, uh, Scott McNary and Taron Killam uh, approach Solomon Northup and they're like, "Hey, you're great at violin. We we run a circus." Uh, we're going to go to stop in D.C. We're going to play a bunch of shows. We'll pay you X amount of money. Can you come with us? He's like, I don't know. But his wife and kids are away because his wife has to go work at a at like a farm or something. Yeah, she right? goes every year. She goes every so year. Every year. And uh, so he's like, yeah, why not? And he goes and they have a good time. He basically they just drug him and he wakes up in chains. Right. And from that point on, we basically follow a man who has to who very quickly realizes he needs to shut up and not talk back because if he does, he will get killed. And that one black and dude his, told him to. That one black dude was like, if you want to survive this, you need yeah. to be quiet. Yeah. And, and, and even, even before that, I feel like he, he realized, like, when well, he first, he well, so, almost immediately, so they're just like, it's, you're not free. You and, are not free. And, he's like, and then they, am. they beat, beat him. him. They beat him. And with, I said what his name was. Like, well, and, yeah. No, that's later. But like, no, so yeah. when they beat him with that paddle and it broke, and they the guy came the paddle, back with broke, another one, and then they came up, and then he stopped. He stopped complaining. Then they're on a sl- uh, a slave ship that's like going towards the s- more towards the south. Uh, and what's his name? I, I only remember Omar. Omar, Omar from the Wire. Yeah, Omar, from, Omar, the wire. Omar <laughs> from the Wire. Michael, Omar from the Wire. Michael Williams. Michael, Michael K. Williams. Yes, Michael his name K. is Williams. Omar, dude. Respect his name. Him. His name is, is Michael, Michael K. Williams. K. Williams. Respect him. <laughs> first off, first off, don't disrespect Omar like that, bro. What? <laughs> Omar walks around the streets with shotguns, and no one stops yeah. him. <laughs> Yo. He's respected. Okay, all right. All right, you mess with him if you want. I will not say uh, that. Anyway, you mess with him if you uh, want. But basically, Michael K. Williams' character is like, we need to riot. And the other guy's like, no, we, we, we can't. Uh, Solomon Northup's like, I think we should. We, we have enough. Th- we have the numbers. We got the numbers. And then very, like, in, like, the quickest scene ever, he just gets stabbed but to it's, death and by basically just going like this, like, touching the guy's shoulder. It's not even the riot. It's like he it's doesn't even the try beginnings to break of a riot. It's not even – it's like – he tried to stop the woman from being raped. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically yeah. just like it, puts his hand on the guy's shoulder. He doesn't like forcibly move him or anything at all, and is immediately and he just stabbed. Immediately stabbed and killed. You know and what that says? You know what boat. that says to me? What? 
try to protect your women and you die. Yeah, well, that's yeah. exactly what it's, it's like, supposed to time, say to you. Time. We should have watched Soul Plane. What? We should have watched, we watched Soul Plane? I want something happy, man. We are talking. All right. It's Black History Month, man. Man, there wasn't no happy Black History movie. All right. I, I, I'm not going to engage in this no, part this of the conversation. Wait, so he gets stabbed. And, and that, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's hard, too, right? Because we're watching this movie where a man knows that he can't, you know, he has to be subservient, right? But w- w- what has he seen to show him he should try anything else? The only well, other person, right, who even attempts is immediately... Well, okay, yes, but that's what the, this is what I'm talking about. That's what the movie does, right? Yeah. Now, I didn't read the book. Maybe we all should have. <laughs> no. But I don't... But we're, we're, but we're, ba- we're working off the film, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, when I was watching the movie, it bothered me both times. Like, we don't see him resist. We barely see him resist. He so, resists in the, in the... And I understand that's the point, but like... His resistance is basically just surviving. Like, yeah. He's just like, I'm going to survive. So that was something that was weird about the movie for me. And, and I don't, and I'm not a historian, so I don't know this. But there were at least three or four times where, like, where uh, Solomon or Lapita uh, would say, like, no, like, literally, <laughs> like, he would run away from getting hit. Right. And it was like fine, and I was like, "How? I think how is that? What well, well, that dude was? So, he was drunk. He that was like dude was so drunk. drunk. It was like, he was super drunk, and I think that the point was like he was so he would have he would have killed him. Yeah, in a but drunken then, stupor. But then, so yeah. so, but then even later when he's later in the movie when he's like when he calls uh, when he calls Ebbs Ebbs is that Michael Fassbender's character's name when he says like you're sinning what you're doing is sin and he's like nah. You know, like, or whatever it is that he says. I can't, but that feels like, as much as it's not running away or it's not what he does to Paul Daniels' character, like, beating right. him. Favorite scene that in the whole is movie. fighting back. That's like, that is, right, that's, that's the, that is more than what I would have ever expected to see someone do. Well, I, well, I think, I think mm. the thing is you have to understand, too, <laughs> people, the slaves are their property, right? Like, yeah. even if it's acting up, like, when you're, like, well, look, we just have to go there because that's how that's yeah, the they mind- are. Yeah, the no, 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 know, that's the man, mindset know, that these people work. Right? Yes. Like, they are looking at slaves like horses, like literal machinery. You know what I mean? Yes. When your horse acts up, you don't just kill it because if you just keep killing horses, you're going to run out of money. And it's not financially doesn't make sense. Yeah. But so, if, like, you but tolerate, I, well, I'm not you saying, though, that certain amount. you want him to die. No, well, I'm not no, saying that, no, I'm that, not saying that I want it. Dry is so mad. I'm not saying that I want him to die. I'm saying that I looked at it and it it confused me. I didn't understand. I, I think that's, it's, and that seemed like that seemed like fighting back. Line? Yeah, that, that is. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be crossing a line if if uh, if you are someone's property and they say. You know, I can't relate to this. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm asking the question. I'm asking. No. Hypothetically. No, fuck you and that smug look you got in your face, man. Fuck you. I'm talking about my opinion, all right? I, I, I think that that is yeah. taking a stand. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. I'm not saying that he deserved anything else. I'm saying, you know, for, for and, and being as eloquent as he was and and being as all, all of that right. is is going against what everyone told him to do right don't don't act like you you know what i mean he but see but i think, and he, I, think and i think he has, the to, point, and he I, has yeah. to i think he i think he toes the line between what i can do it can get away with and can't get away with and sometimes he pushes 
you push it too well, far. I don't think it's like even pushing. It. I think it's that those moments of like you take a person who's free who can talk. They're going to slip up. It's that simple moment of like sometimes like you shouldn't talk back to your boss, and it's like oh you slip. It's like to me it's like he wasn't necessarily taking a like. To me it wasn't him going against I guess his master if you will. It just felt like a moment of like. No, man, that's that's dumb because even even the moment where the guy is drunk, right? The master's drunk. Like he even tries to defend himself. Like, no, man, you're just drunk. You're just doing this. He's trying to defend himself very quickly because he realizes because he, he has route this hand. guy up. He was like the guy him. cut yeah. his shirt. So it's like, yeah, he said something, but he was so quick to like, wait, wait, wait. I I know what I just did. I didn't mean to do that. So I don't think he was like purposely trying to stand against him. I think the Paul Dano scene he was and was it's the only and, time to and make. and every time it happened, it was it I. You know, I questioned what the lines were. This this movie this movie to me was the most is the most confusing representation of slavery that I've ever seen. Because because of that, because of and and I think that this is something that is to the testament of the movie. Hmm. That like it it shows how the weird lines, you know, like like there, there's a, a there's a point, point in it where Solomon says that um, says that uh, Ford Ben Cumberbatch's character is like a is a good man, which I think we're supposed to think he's yeah, a good man, yeah, yeah. but like no, that's because yes yes no, what, right? what does well, Liza say? Let's talk. Let's talk about the first scene that we see him, and I think that's the best scene representation of that and the idea of. And I think we can extrapolate, like, people who are, in their minds, they think I'm a good person, but they don't stand up to injustice. You know what I mean? So, like, essentially, Benedict Cumberbatch comes in. He's there. Like, it's at a slave auction, right? There's all, all these people. They're, like, walking around, like, literally, like, they're looking at art pieces, like, that are yeah, near the walls. They're just like, oh, okay, that looks nice or whatever. And he... Um, Paul Giamatti's yeah. patting people on He's the like chest. Paul, yeah, strong. Paul, yeah, Paul Giamatti uh, is. I mean, Paul Giamatti was great in this movie, just playing like this awful yeah. slaver. And yeah. he, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character, uh, is like, I want you know Solomon, and I want what's her name? In um, the, li- is my saying wrong? Is Liza. it Liza? Liza. Eliza. Eliza. So Eliza. He wants Solomon. He wants Eliza. Eliza says, "Please don't. I have these two kids. Take uh, my two kids with me. Take my two and kids." And the and another person puts a bid on her son. And so he's like, look, I run a business. I'm not going to give this property away for free. Either you want this woman or you don't. And Benedict Cumberbatch is like, come on, man, have a heart. And well, Benedict like, tried to have get a the heart. Kids. I know money. Yeah. And so Benedict Cumberbatch is like, all right, cool. Just fine. I'll take the woman. So he basically it's like he has like he has something in him that and he even says it later in the film, like nobody can do this without kind of like killing a bit of humanity inside of them. Yeah, Eliza has a good point when she when she says to Solomon, I'm a, "I would work better for you." No, no, she also like later on, like uh, when Solomon tells her to stop crying, stop crying, and he's like, uh, "What's the guy's name? What's Michael? I mean, um, um, whatever that slave owner's name is, I forgot his name at the point. Yeah, better but he's like, he's a good better man. He's a good man, and she's like, he's a good man. He's a slaver. He's a slaver, right? And yeah. she says repeatedly, "Do you think he cares about your struggle? Tell him and see what he does." And you know what happens when Solomon says, "Hey." Hey, I, I'm I'm a free man. I'm a free yeah, man. Yeah, he says, don't tell anybody. Don't tell that. me. Don't tell me. Don't, don't tell, tell me. Anybody don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. He, yeah, it's like don't tell anybody. He's and in fact, he says, he says you're remarkable, and that's going to get you into trouble. Ooh, ooh, that reminds me of one thing. This, <laughs> no, no, this it's movie, true. That's what happens. So, like, right? That is the ooh. What this movie and Django, um, both call like the lead black man 
exceptional Negroes, right? Right. Like that's what he kept calling. I'm like, man, you're you're def- you're an exceptional Negro. Right. You're an exceptional Negro. Like it's a surprise. Like it's like it's a surprise that this, like you right. can read. But man, okay, I'm not gonna go into. <laughs> man, okay, I'm trying to be calm. Right. Y'all which keep is going. the world? Y'all keep movie. going. Y'all keep going. Cause man, so exceptional I, Negro. Man, I should. I you know what's so crazy is that we live in a world today. No, I'm gonna keep relating it back to what's happening now because I made me watch this movie. There was an analyst that called Cam Newton boy last night. He called him no. a boy. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. He called him a boy. So he he was, called, I don't care. He said boy. He tweeted boy. B O Y. Okay, yeah, said, that's a grown ass said, man. He basically said something to to the effect of like, uh, you can't because people were. After the Super Bowl, after he lost, you know, you have to do a press conference, and Cam Newton kind of went back to what he usually does, which was like kind of was pouting, didn't really say anything, and kind of just shrugged his shoulders, and then he basically walked off like before he was supposed to, and some people gave him crap for that. They were like, "You need a man up," and this guy, instead of saying "man up," which is you know maybe a sexist term anyway, he said he he called him like a boy. He was like. Stop acting like a boy. He, no, no. What no, was the, what no. did he say? What was the exact I mean, tweet? The exact quote was like, you got blah, blah, blah. It was a, it was a tweet, technically. Sorry, yeah. it was a tweet. He some, didn't, some, he didn't some, say comma. comma. No. It was. No. It was. No. I swear to God. It was comma boy. What, actually, it was, was comma, it comma boy. boy. It was comma boy. Comma boy. Comma boy. Wait, who has a 2016, tweet? he called him a boy. If I, man, if we talk about this goddamn comma boy? Comma boy. Comma boy. Go ahead and talk about y'all. Go back to the slavery movie. So... No, but so so it's interesting that you bring it back That's to today, up. right? Keep I'm going to keep think, bringing it back. Well, no, because I think that there are there are a couple moments in the movie that I think resonate very strongly for stuff that's happening today. Uh one of them is that scene where uh where um what's the what's the name? Eliza and Solomon are yelling at each other trying to figure out the way to exactly the way to proceed, right? Uh that feels a lot about like what we are doing with the podcast, literally talking about what is, what do we want to see next? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another one though, is the moment when he's uh, hanging. Yes. And, um, and it goes on for, it's what, like a five minute. So basically he beats Paul Dano's character. Uh, Paul Dano is, um, works for Benedict Cumberbatch. He's an overseer. He's an overseer. Um, and, uh, he, Paul Dano doesn't like Solomon because Solomon is smart. Is, is smart. an exceptional and, and is allowed Negro. and is allowed to be smart under Benedict because yeah. it's helping his farm and helping his business. And so he's allowed to be smart. And Paul Dano does not like this, of right. course, because he's, he's clearly smarter than he is. And so basically, he gives him an absurd task to do, and then and then says that he didn't do it right, even though he did. And then he tries to beat Solomon, and I think Solomon was. Feeling pretty like high on himself. He was, yeah, he was not he was. gonna he was let feeling that feeling like go a down. free man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's st- and he was like, "I'm not gonna. You're not gonna beat me." And he takes him and he just beats Paul Dano. And essentially, um, Paul Dano comes back with two other people. They string him up. Then uh, another guy comes out. He says, "You can't kill him until Benedict Cumberbatch comes back." But he doesn't cut him down. He kind of just lets him dangle there, and he has to with on his tiptoes in the mud. You know, it's a very powerful scene. Yes. And, it and it, everyone comes out and watches minutes. it. Yeah, everyone comes out and watches them. And then I think Liza gives him a little bit of water uh, as he's hanging. Yes. She, she. What do you think about what? So it, the way, the reason that that resonated for me for now, right, is because 
so and this is like grand conjecture that I'm doing right now, but there are people being killed in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a sort of it, and it happens time and time and time again, right? And every time that happens, there is a call to action, right? There's a call to action. There's a, there's a hashtag on Twitter. There's a there's a protest, you know, that you can go to. There are all these things, right? But it is also a thing that happens. Right. So like right now, like right now, you know, the state of the world and it feels this way. Again, grand conjecture, but we're walking around, we're playing, that we we see children playing, but there is also people that are hanging from their necks that are getting by and it's 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 okay it's it's okay that it's happening right we want to do something we want to give the water but what should be happening right and 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 uh Leonardo DiCaprio's character talks about it in Django why don't they kill us right every single one of those people could rise up mm-hmm. and change everything right but it doesn't happen. Do you know who are proposes you, that question you, in this movie? Do you remember it? Like, Leo did it in Django, but the black guy, um, oh, I wish I was, knew this character's name. He's uh, one of the black guys uh, who was taken, and when he got off the ship with, um, with um, Solomon, his master was there to get him back. In the bottom, when um, Omar, calling that man Omar, when Omar is like, <laughs> we need to revolt, this guy says, is, he says... Oh, um, he's like he's, he's like, like they're, they're, all, they're a bunch of niggas. They're he's all like, niggas. He's like they're yes. all niggas. We have no Chris one to Chong help us plays out. That character. Yeah, he's like because they're all no one they to help were us born out. slaves, and they don't they they don't have they don't have the they've been beaten into they've been beaten. Yep. Yeah. They've been made to believe what the white people are telling them, which is they are subservient and not human. Right. So he yes. so it's so funny because like Leo said in the one movie, but in this movie, it make they make sure that you know that the educated black dude says that the rest of these black dudes. Are worthless. Totally. Yeah. And that is absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That absolutely happens today, right? In our education systems, right? Like where people yeah. are told, they're made to believe before they even realize what has been projected to them, they're made to believe I'm dumber than this person who is white besides me just because I'm black and they're white. And like I, I can try it as hard as I can. I can maybe get to a certain point, but. You know what I mean? It's like we're there. It's been it's been shaped in our history so much and ingrained so much in our society. I think, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe this film is necessary. I don't know. But it's it is a here's here's I do want to talk about this point, though. Here's why one of the reasons I don't I didn't feel the film was necessary at, at the moment, which is we are at a point in today's society where people who are outright racists like these kind of racists are like they're they're clearly there right donald trump is like everybody come out uh but like, they're there you know what i mean <laughs> they're like come on out we can do it in the, the oxen free uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> come to me uh no but they're they're out there but like most most people I, I i think i can say right most people are not operating from that standpoint but there is racism that is ingrained into into our society and into us as human beings as we grow up so like i feel like people watch this movie and they go yeah see 
and now we have a black president, so Ooh. racism is over. Ooh, you know what in. I mean? Tag like in. I feel like people look at this instead of instead of going back. Are you raising your hand Instead right of now? going <laughs> back and thinking, yeah, well, I'm gonna tag you in a second. One, <laughs> one second. I'm gonna tag you in. I feel like instead of people going back and looking like, man, look at how bad it was. That makes sense. Why it's still not okay today. Which is what they should, the connection they should be making. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this really wasn't that long ago. You know what I mean? It's like, they should be making that connection, but instead the connection they're making is like, oh, see how far we have come? That means this is this is bad. I'm not this guy. I'm not even Benedict Cumberbatch. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wouldn't own slaves, so I'm good and I'm not racist. Yes. Woo! You know what this <laughs> movie is? You know what this movie is? This movie, The Help, all right? These movies aren't made. <laughs> Good we job. had a course of black women who just this, went, mm. Movies like this, movies like this, I feel like one of the reasons you're saying, like, you feel like it, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Or, because this movie wasn't made for people of color. This Uh-oh. movie was made for people to be like, like what you said, it's made for like, you know, maybe my white people in the Midwest who don't know too many people of color who are like, but you know what? I'm not bad. Like, you know what? They listen to rap, but they still good people. This is for them to what? feel like, hold on. This is for them to feel <laughs> good about themselves. You don't this, think- is, this, is for, this is for them to watch this movie, right? Right. And just say, it's like what you just said. Oh, man, this is messed up. Thank goodness I'm not that person. Right. But in, in, in actuality, it's like, hey, these movies, these type of things where we keep showing, like these studio pictures, right? These studio pictures that are getting backed are showing people of color in such a beaten down state that we don't see powerful people. We don't, we don't have images for kids who maybe have never seen a black person to see, oh, this black person invented like the street light. This black person did this. You know what this shows them? Oh, hey, this black person was a slave. I knew they were slaves. Like, I've read about this in, in American U.S. history class. I see it now. Right, right, right. I get it. So, and you know what? Those white people were messed up. But you know what? I'm not that bad. I'm tired of making people feel good about themselves. Right. So well, here's, right. My, here's my thing, though. I don't think that's what Steve McQueen intended, right? That's definitely not what... I don't think that's what... You thought he made this movie for... I mean, I think he made it for everybody. I don't think he... I don't think he... He definitely didn't intend to make this movie so white people would feel good about themselves. You don't actually think that right i this is what i think okay <laughs> this is what i think i was brought up i knew about black history mm-hmm. right i knew black people were slaves right right i knew that i knew that you know my grandparents grew up in the time where <laughs> literally i remember people grew up in the time where this room would never have existed and right this is 50 60 years ago, right right, right. Se- i know this right. i know this do i need to see a movie that reminds me of this no i'm gonna take why because i know it Maybe there are other African Americans that don't know, but to me, this isn't education for me. This um, this movie, so here, this movie. I think I don't think that it's that it was made to make white people feel good about themselves, but I think that that is a direct reason why movies like this get promoted and get awards and get accolades because uh, I think that people look at that and they see it. They're moved, right? But also. That's something that, like, I think that people, they say, oh, I get that, I get that, but I also get that I am not that, and great. Uh, you know, here's your, like, here's your, here's your award, right. here's your thing. Well, the Oscars love, like, heavy films and, you know, movies about war and the Holocaust and slavery. Like, they just, that's just the movies that they like. They, but, like, here's, here's something that I wish the film had done. I will say this. The film does a great job of portraying the theme of the human, like, the survival of the human spirit, right? He survives. 
he like is like I'm going to I'm going and he actually doesn't give up hope because that's what happens to Lupita's character. She gives up hope. There's no hope. But to be fair, there is no hope for her. He actually had a hope to hang on to, which was he was already a free man. You know what I mean? But some people give up hope completely or sink into despair like Eliza does, right? He was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to survive because I know there is a better life ahead for me if I can somehow manage to get out of it. And I think the show, it shows him getting beaten down, but I wish it showed, I wish the film showed how being a slave for 12 years affected him more than just physically, right? He comes back and the last scene we see is him saying, I'm sorry for my appearance. And so it immediately made you think of like, okay, he's, he's been beaten, so he must have scars. He's got scars on his back and all this stuff. But what, what must it be like for people to continually tell you you're not human? You know what I mean? Yeah. For somebody who is extremely well-educated and then for 12 years of their life, they're not allowed to be educated because if they do, they will get killed. You know yes. what I mean? Like, does that, what, how, what does so that do for mentally me, for somebody? For me, the, the last 30 minutes of the movie, Gerard, that you did not watch are the most interesting parts of the movie to me because in that, we see, we see the moment where, you know, he, he realizes, oh, I can, this person is inquiring about my, wait, uh, I, can, I, can, I can do this. I can talk to you. I can, oh, oh God, okay, uh, these are all the things that are true. Oh, my God, th- I, I know that guy. I'm going to go hug. And, and, and all, all the while, Michael Fassbender is saying, no, this guy's my property. And he's like, wait a minute. And, uh, no, I'm not. I don't have to listen to him. I'm a human. I, I can do. And that, that story is so interesting. Then he goes home. And the first thing he says is, "This is not the last thirty minutes, dude. This is no, the no, last, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm. Uh, this is la- yeah. It's the last. It's the last. It's, it's like the, the last like five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a response. I got it's, it's, it's the last. It's the last ten. Okay, okay. It's the last ten. But that was that was what I watched in the cab on the way here. The last twenty five or so. What are you doing? And it was the most. And it was. How the are mo- you guys watching movies? By the way, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood is sponsored by Better Help. Guys, man, you know, I just had a job end, which, you know, I was very fortunate to have. But it's so funny how quickly stress starts to accumulate (laughs) when you're not working. It's too much. It's too much. It's heavy. You know, I got the I got the shakes um, and, you know, the, the heart palpitations, all of it. I, I agree. I will say I've had the benefit of not being unemployed this long since 2009. And I, what are we in April? Uh, soon to be May. And I have mm-hmm. not had a paycheck all of 2024. Uh, so this is the most stress I've ever had. My parents may need to get an aid. And I'm like, where, wh- who's coming to save the day? So stress is high. Anxiety yeah. is high. And, you know, sometimes... To talk about this stress, therapy can be a safe space. Like, get that stuff off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, you know, instead of just keeping it all bottled up and feeling like you have to hold everything inside. I know therapy has helped me. I, I kind of, I almost look at it as like check in. Like, sometimes I'm just, I got a lot to say, sometimes not so much, but it's like, it is super, super helpful. Yeah, I appreciate getting the, the tools to like kind of understand. My, the mechanism of how I'm of how I'm behaving, you know, and reacting mm-hmm. in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use BetterHelp and Timothy, black male therapist, saves the day because he gets it, man. I'm like, you know what? Thank you, bro. 
but sometimes it's just 30 minutes of just me rambling and I'm like, oh, you didn't even say hello yet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, keep going. I'm like, thank you. Yes. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient and flexible. It's suited to your schedule, which is absolutely uh, essential these days. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you want, switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com jump today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash jump. You gotta jump to get that better help. Better help. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to, to Smartland. Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I Do you it on my, not sit down and watch a I movie it on all my the way through? I watch it on my That's laptop. That's what you're supposed to do I watch hey, it on my when laptop. you watch hey, a movie. Hey, I've seen this movie before, and I got tired of seeing black all people right, get beat. Right, right. No, but wait. So no, but so, so excuse the, me. But then, but then this happens. But then this happens. At the end, they go. Words come up on the screen that are like, "Yeah, this is what Solomon did after he was a slave," and it was like. He was an abolitionist, and he, yeah, of course he, he was. He, he, you know, but and 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 he and he, I mean, and he took all these people to court, and they all got off, but he took them to court, and also it's a mystery how he died. A whirlwind of interesting things happen at the end of this that are not just a black guy getting beaten, exactly. But what they decide I've to do is throw it in yes. at the end, and I think that that's that that's what part is so right, yeah. exactly. That's what that's why, that's right. why I, bring, I think that that part is so interesting, and I think that that is a story. That I would have loved that's, to have watched, and that's what yeah. upsets me yeah. most about the movie as a whole. And here's it: like, I again, I don't want to sit here and be like, "This is a bad movie." It's not. It does what it sets out to do. But I'm wondering why we still feel like 
the thing that we have to set out to do is just show like Dra is clearly angry about I'm not- a black body just getting beaten down, and it's and it's and it's still about the bo- body. You it's know a what body. I mean? It's the like, body. We don't really. We, there are moments, and we get like some cool scenes where we get to see him be smart and all this stuff, but we don't get to see the degradation of his intelligence. We don't get to see mentally how it's really affecting him. him really, other than other than like his scene. With Brad Pitt, where he's like, it would be like I, he's so desperate, but it's like an air of desperation, and it it's 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 not really reflective of do you do you even know what it feels like to be somebody who is intelligent, who is almost if not more intelligent than the people who are lording over me, and I have to pretend like I'm this dumb dude, and I have to not talk, and if I do, I get beaten. So we have to talk about Brad Pitt's scene. Hold on, no. Let me get, before we get right, before right. we before we get to the white savior in the movie, because um, that's what he is. And producer and co-producer. <laughs> of course, he got that role. <laughs> anyway, um, the one thing I did notice in this movie was I wish we would have saw more of like Solomon's connection to the other slaves, right? Like I know they had Lapita, but like like you're saying, like he's now yeah. thrusted in this world because early on in the movie, before he gets captured, um, he takes his wife to a store, and in that store. There's an indentured servant, right? A black dude just on the street with, with his master. And this black dude is so enamored with the thought of, like, this black man and his family dressed in a fancy suit. He had his hat, and he's going into the grocery store by himself, right? This black dude wanders off and goes into the grocery store and just stares at him, right? Until his, his owner, whatever you right, want to call it. Right, and, and, it's all, and the movie also sets it up to, for us to think he is another educated black man because the store owner comes up to him. And he's like, hey, sir, what would you like to buy? Yeah. We have this and we have that. And then, and then, and then the, the slave owner comes in. Um, or oh, whatever the guy is. I don't know. Was, I feel like he was a ditcher servant. He was like an indentured servant. Been, I feel because, like. right, he, he couldn't have been a slave he was, in the yeah, North. I feel like he had to be a ditcher servant. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you call the – what do you call I, I don't, your I don't boss? Know. Like his boss, I guess, came <laughs> in? I don't know. We'll just say he was a slave. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how that works. like – that's what yeah. the movie made it seem yeah. like for sure. Yeah. But to me, it's like – so you see this happen, right? You see you see the white store owner come back and give like Solomon a knock. Solomon looks up. Gives him a nod back. And it's almost like, to me, how I took it, it's like, uh, just another one of them, you know? And then later on, when Solomon is taken captive, he's on the ship, and his friend, I um, wish I would remember that character's name, his, sla- his, his owner's there, and he runs off, and he's screaming for him. Like, come, you know, help me out. Get me. And uh, I remember at the end of the movie, when Solomon's about to leave, we see Lapita's character, and she's doing the same thing to Solomon. Like, screaming for him to, like, to, like, just... just Say something for me. Try to get me out of here, too. And he does the same thing the black dude did to him, right. which is, like, look at her You're and just keep own. moving, right? Yeah. And to me, it's like, what does what that connection – like, what does what that say about how black people feel about each other, right? Like, or do, today, like, right? Like, today, like, do we, do we, help, like, do we help each other? Mm. Like, what, like what, kind of, what kind of image is that saying about us? I know it's like I may be thinking too much into this, but what, what is that saying? Well, like, it, we didn't help each other. It was a divide-and-conquer like, method, right? That's what you do. You make people – care only about themselves because of fear if they banded together they would all die so they literally was like and that was the that's the whole movie right to you know like solomon is like i have have to look after me if i look after this other person i'm gonna die and they're gonna die so let me just look after me and that's true that i think that does happen. i mean i think in communities today i think it does happen today and it's and it's hard too right because i i'm not gonna be the one to say like we need to just have a revolution <laughs> right now. But it fe- but in watching this movie, there were moments that was one of them, and the moment I mentioned before that made me feel like it's like yeah, like we should all 
have we should all be fighting more you know um I, and so the other thing i want to mention is um before we get to Brad Pitt we talk about Lapita <laughs> before Brad Pitt okay okay I mean, you can go first. But can no, we talk no, about talk about Lapita. I, I just wanted to say, like, in uh, what you said, we we don't have him interacting with slaves that seem to be less educated than he mm-hmm. is. Like, Lupita seems to be, like, very ex- exceptional, right? These exceptional Negroes. It's like Lupita. We have Eliza. We have, um, oh, goodness. What's the woman who married, or not married, but seems to be, like, the, when they have, like, tea and... Oh, the bit- mistress? Yes, the oh, mistress. Oh, uh, mistress uh, Shaw. Uh, mistress Shaw. You know, we have Mistress Shaw, and we have, you know, Omar and the other guy on the boat. <laughs> Omar Epps. Oh, no, not Omar Epps. Omar. His name is Omar. Did Omar have a last name on the wire? <laughs> no, did he? Did Omar have a last name? We are not talking about the wire. Now we're, we're calling Michael K. Williams Michael Omar Michael K. Epps. Williams. No, no, no. I was calling him Omar. His name is Omar on the wire, but does Who Omar plays, have a last name? He plays name? a character in this. His name Man, is Robert. <laughs> His name was Robert? His name, his name is Robert. His name was not Robert. His name no. is Robert. His name, his no. Name is Robert. Is that ever said? I don't know if it no was. No way. They so, wrote that. That man's name was not Robert, man. Don't. I just wanted to say, though, so we have Michael K. Williams. We have Tutel Ijafor, right? And we have Lupita. Yo, his name was Robert. What, okay. <laughs> we have some of these characters, but most of the names, if you look at the poster for 12 Years a Slave, it's mostly... It's still mostly white actors. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Giamatti, and, and Brad Pitt, like, Michael Fassbender. And it was like, you know, Paul G- Yeah, where you go. Paul Giamatti, right, Michael Fassbender. You have Brad Pitt. You have um, uh, Karen, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, Taron yeah. Killam. And you have all – so it was still – because I know this – one of the reasons people were like, oh, the reason this film is necessary is because it's told through the eyes of um, – like the, the lead is a black man, whereas like something like Amistad – it was told through Matthew McConaughey. It's kind of told through Matthew McConaughey, even though Root and I guess people don't count Roots because it was like a TV movie. But um, so and Roots I, was, too? I, I didn't. But I don't. But do you do you feel you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like there wasn't enough time, right, devoted I to feel, Eliza? I feel like it there wasn't. wasn't there. Like, I remember Lupita's role being so strong when I saw it. I, I honestly because I remember when she got nominated, I was like, oh, yeah, because I remembered her from the movie. I didn't know her name at all. And I, but I remember her being great. But then rewatching it, I was like, she actually doesn't have too much to do in this movie. Oh, can I ask you a question since you yeah. bring it up? I'm going to step away from John when I say this. You brought up. Oh, an no, no, because I'm scared you might what yell. What are you at doing? Me. I'm scared he might yell at me. <laughs> so you brought up in an episode, right? Like, we, we talked about, like, no, 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 you got to protect Why me. Why are you, you gotta crouching? <laughs> no, y'all don't understand. Jonathan Braylock is abusive, okay? Don't <laughs> so believe so it. Make sure. No, look. No, but seriously, you brought up, like, we were talking about it, like, off, like, not on podcast. We talk about like um, Revenant, right? And like uh, oh, Leonardo snap. DiCaprio, like he plays a person who's cold. And a lot of times people are like, "Oh my goodness!" I he- can't believe you're bringing this up. Do you want to? No, no, no. I only, only bring it up because I have a question. Because I'm like, is is it the same I have thing? A note. Because my question is because, like, oh my god, because Lupita is playing such a abused character, right? The question was, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is getting all this stuff for playing somebody who was like cold, going right. through a lot of things. And we're like, oh, of course he's doing great because he's cold in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course he's going to do good because <laughs> he's a dude who's cold. Now, my thing is, if you're an actress and you're playing someone who is literally every time you're on screen, it's like getting beat, getting like tortured. Is it the thing of like, oh, of course she would do good at this because that is what you're physically being put up. So, like, is there a big difference? Well, here, I, here's my difference. Because Lupita has a scene, has a monologue scene where she... It's it's one of the best monologues like on screen I think where she's asking 
to kill Solomon to kill her. I thought that's the one. Uh, And and she has another one with Michael Fassbender's character where she was like, I'm just getting soap. I pick 500 pounds a day. I pick more than every single person here. I deserve to be clean. And there's like a very powerful scene there. So she has these two scenes. Yes, it's like it it gets it gets the attention drawn to it because of that. But then she also has like those acting moments back it up. My, I'm sorry for people here who love the Revenant and love Leo in the Revenant. Oh, I love Leo in the Revenant. I wasn't even thinking about that. To me, though, the more and I wrote this, I wrote down. I to me. Leo's role is more like Chattel's role in this, where even though Chattel Ijafor had more, had more, I think, acting moments than Leo gets to do in The Revenant, Chattel Ijafor's character is beaten a lot in this movie. And it's like, to me, it was like one of those things where it's just a man who's surviving. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Leo is going to win the Oscar. Chattel Ijafor was never going to win the Oscar. I, I would, well, oh. Yeah. He wasn't. He I wasn't. Not that. in that race. He was never a front runner. I would say this. Also, to, uh, in line with what you're just talking about, because I had that in question in the back of my mind too. I think that she also she had to act those moments as well. Like, like Leo is cold because it's however many degrees it is outside, right? But she, <laughs> right, but like, but but she has to be whipped, but she's not being. You know what I mean? She's not being whipped. She has to. She has to also translate that. You know what I mean? She has to right. also navigate exactly. what that would be like for her, and and then and then like what you're saying, those moments also mm. connect okay. to those yeah. to those deep scenes that she has. Um. Okay. Let's talk about Brad Pitt. Okay. So All Plan right. B was the is the uh, production company. It's Brad Pitt is part of uh, <laughs> one of the owners of that production company. And here's the thing. He, he said, because people did criticize him for being in the role of the, the one guy who like, doesn't believe in slavery and winds up saving, in a way, uh, Solomon. He says, like, I had to be in the movie because they needed to sell it. He's like, he didn't want to be in the movie, but for them to get it sold, they were like, you need to be in it. So he put himself in that role because it was a small role. That's his excuse. What it, not I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> Paul Giamatti's role was pretty small too. I, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Paul Giamatti's role was small. I mean, my thing about my thing about the movie is is that this is one of those movies where I'm gonna compare it to the help again, is that someone a white person always tries to help out, right? Is at the end of the day, like no matter how which much Which isn't a bad thing. Which no, no, it's not a bad thing, but the thing is like it's kinda like all that fighting, all that education is like you still need <laughs> To me, it's like no matter how smart, no matter how educated you are, you still need a white person to be like, oh, you know what? You. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. How many other educated slaves were probably on that same plantation? You know, it had to be another one, right? It could have been. Peter. And it's like, I'm going to help you out. You're the one. And it's like, I'm tired of this movie where it's like, it's the savior. It's like, it's a savior. Technically, I almost thought it was going to be two, but I forgot that, because... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch kind of was helping him out, but then at the end he was like, "I sold you to someone else." It's like no, he, he had his gun to defend him, so it was like it was we- It was a very weird kind of like I liked you, but only until I needed you kind of thing. I'm tired of these white saving movies. I'm tired of movies like what is it, Dangerous Minds, where she goes into the the project. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna teach the kids how to do math. I'm like, come on, man, I gotta watch The Blind Side, where it's like Sandra Bullock. Oh, this black kid, he need he, he needs help. He needs help. You know I mean, what I'm going to do? Between I'm going to help him is that, out. Is, is that those characters are the main 
we're seeing the story told through their eyes, and this one care. we're seeing. Story. I don't care. All right. When, when's, when's, when's the last time you seen a movie with the black teacher going to the suburbs to get people to stop doing drugs? How many movies have we seen of that? You telling me? You telling me there's not one black teacher in Santa Barbara stopping a kid from doing coke? <laughs> um, get the fuck out of here! Not can I do one. A, can I do a quick plug, real quick, to a sketch I did in college where I play the black teacher that goes to the white school? Y'all gotta look it up. It's called Black Teacher Dumb White Kids. Look it up. I mean, my thing is, there's gotta be a teacher somewhere who. You know what? You tell me there's no. We all we all have seen the the, the, the teacher. What is it? Serving love. Serving love. To serve coming love? From, That's a movie? Coming from Jonathan's parents. No, no, but I, I need to know that. Sidney Portier. Oh. Oh, my goodness, yes. Go look at this movie. Everybody go seen, watch To Serve With Love. love. <laughs> because I know we all seen recently that viral video of like the great. teacher in Atlanta, the principal who's like hip-hop dancing with the kids, and everybody's like, oh, my God, we got to get this teacher money. We got to get this teacher money. You telling me there's no Puerto Rican teacher somewhere teaching some, some white kids about who gives a fuck? Something? Something? He don't get an award or a grant? Or a grant? He don't get a he grant? Get, people are like, oh, we got to donate to this school in Atlanta. He dancing with the kids. I'm like, it's cool he dancing with them, but shit, can they read? Can they read? Do we know what the SAT scores? Fuck, I know they can dance. They from Atlanta. That's what they do. Can they read? Hey, no one has told me yet can these kids read. But you oh, know what? Man. They dance three times on the news. Come well, on. I can't. I mean. Yeah, James, we back. We back. <laughs> All right. Great job. Ah. It's, um, I it's, got, okay. it's time for the worst. No, no, but hold on. Okay, okay. I'm having some difficulties. I'm having some difficulties. <laughs> Collective okay. groans for people who know okay, what's listen. coming. Okay, okay. You go ahead and set it up. I'm trying so to think wait. what I'm doing. I'm trying to think. Am I, I'm going to, exp- I have to explain this segment? You got, you got to explain it. All right, I'll, I'm, I'll try my best. So we have a segment. <laughs> we have a segment called The Swirl. But can we tell how we started it, though? Well, we started it because most films, in fact, almost every film up until Focus, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 where there were no films where a black... Okay. A male, Spe- very specific. Very specific. Very specific. Where a black male and a white woman have sex on screen, and it's not about race. Focus... Yeah. 2015 is the first time yeah. that that happened. I know a lot of people are like, what about Guess Who's Coming? First of all, there's so many movies where they don't have sex at all, yeah. even though they clearly are having sex in the movie, like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, yeah. Blazing Saddles. There's a, we, yeah, because yeah, basically like what happened was we were doing um, Beverly Hills Cop, and for people who don't know, Beverly Hills Cop was written for Sylvester Stallone, and in that movie there was, there was a love scene. There right? is a love scene. And it was a love scene written in that script, and then when you watch the movie, when they're Murphy, still in the Eddie hotel. Plays, yeah. yeah, it got rewritten, and they still have the hotel scene, but all of a sudden they're just sitting there talking about how good they were friends back in like high school or something. I'm like, wait, where'd that scene go? And then there's a famous thing with Julia Roberts in The Pelican Brief is a remake of a a Frank Sinatra movie where there is like a very loving scene between the two people after being chased. And all of a sudden in The Pelican Brief, stars Denzel taking over the Frank Sinatra role, that scene is gone. Right. And you have Will Smith movies like I Robot and there's like Bridget Monaghan who's the lead and it's like, wait, why is he high five on Bridget Monaghan? Yeah, there's... He tries to kiss Charlize Theron in Hancock and she throws him through a damn wall. Yeah, she does. She that throws literally him like, uh-uh, you leaving him? Through, through a wall. She didn't, she didn't come she kiss. Didn't, they she, didn't even get it. She, they don't even get to kiss. Through, through a wall. We had, we, we just reviewed Good Burger, <laughs> which is a silly kids film. <laughs> but uh, in that movie, Kel... Mitchell, Carmen Electra is like seducing Kel, and when she goes to kiss him, 
Kel takes her and flips her over, which is a funny comedic moment, but it's like exactly the same. So anyway, this is why we do the swirl. It has nothing to do with that being the epitome of... No, to me, it's like it just shows like... And this is... I'm about to get real deep. I'm so sorry. This goes back to like, to me, the times of like Emmett Till, where it's like you... If you were a black man, you could not be seen with a white woman because that was against everything. So to me, now in Hollywood, we still have this thing in movies of like... And I'm not... Women are not property. Women can do whatever they want. But it's that thing of like... We can have what you have, but don't you dare have what I have. Like, if you look at these movies, you have Zoe Saldana, Holly Berry. Think about it. When's the last time you've seen Zoe Saldana, Holly Berry, or Jennifer Lopez with a lead that was a minority? Like, their love interest was a minority lead. The wizard, Jennifer Lopez just had that movie, The Boy Next Door, white dude. Like, Holly Berry had the TV show, had number of movies, white dude. Mm. Zoe Saldana literally has not had a black love interest since Drumline. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is the thing where it's like... I'm and, I love swirls. I think, I think the moment people get to a point of like equality, we're good. But the thing is, we see these things where like women of color are always with these, these handsome black, I mean, white leads. But it's never vice versa. And here's the thing. We only got but so many who get studio pictures. We only got Denzel and Will. All right. Will can't get no love. Right. So Will's the so one. So we, we have to play the music. We have the music. I got to decide I'm going to do it. You know what? Do we have the music? You know what? Don't even worry about it. I, I know what I'm going to do. And this one, y'all not going to like it because I don't like it, but it needs to be do you said. Wanna, you, wanna say, uh, oh, you, you want, you want me to hum the music? Oh, is it playing? Oh, damn. We switched it up a little bit. All right, Gerard. All right. Somehow you're going to do a swirl for 12 years a slave. No, yep. don't worry. Don't mow. You will be powerful. This is a powerful one. This is a powerful one. I want to take it. I want to rewrite the movie a little bit. So everyone, remember back to the movie. Let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite the movie a little bit. That scene when Solomon comes back from the grocery store, right? He he comes back from the grocery store. And, like, the the, the, the wife who's already mad at Michael Fassman is like, oh, you're a learned man, aren't you? And she knows it. She knows he's he's an exceptional Negro, but she doesn't want to say it because she doesn't know how she feels about him yet, right? And the scene after that is Michael Fassman going in and taking taking Lapita out. Let's scratch that scene from the movie. Let's take Michael Fassman doing terrible things Lapita out the movie, right? Let's cut to another scene. Instead of Michael Fassman coming through that door, it's the wife. The wife comes through the door. I she's actually like, thought that that was going to happen yeah, in the movie. Yeah, you come through the door, the wife comes in. Solomon, I am sorry. I have these emotions. I don't know what to do. My husband's a horrible person, all right? I'm taking out anger on poor, <laughs> on poor Patsy. How do I, how do, what do we do? How do we release this? And mind you, we're in the slave house. Remember that we're in the slave house, and she's like, you know what? I, w- I wish, I wish, I, could, I wish I could, I wish I could just let go of this energy. And he's oh like, my God. I'm pent up too. I'm pent up too. No. And you know what they do? They have that, uh, you know, that aggressive love making. That when you haven't seen somebody for a long time, they just let everything out. All the other slaves are like, you go, Solomon. Oh my God! No. Wait, why this way? <laughs> you go, Solomon. No, no. no. Why? Yes, they are. They're like, <laughs> they you do this, Solomon. Go, Solomon. Go. Go. No, no. In their head, they you just, know this? No, no, it's, it's in their head. They don't scream it. It's that, it's that thing where you see, like, your friend, and, like, they have a beautiful, like, girlfriend, and they're like, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's that silent, yes. But they, and, like, know his name. They, oh, they like, know, know, they know, they, they know like his real name. They know he's smart. You know what they say? You know what they say? Man, that was an exceptional Negro. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Wow. That actually fit into the movie, though. That actually fit... Come on, man. Let's take out the Lapita rape scene. We don't want to see that. No, that's Let's true. take out a scene. Um, there's man. also a bad scene with Jatella Ijafor in the movie. Oh, she, oh, he did get taken advantage of. Didn't he? 
I felt it was. Wait, he what, wasn't, which but that part? Woman Remember wasn't early white. on with like the the woman um, when he was on the ship? The woman. It's a like, really wakes him random up. scene. She wakes him up that they show in the beginning of the movie, and you have no. There's zero context for it, and then it, you see it like very briefly. I think it was again. to show how harsh the situation was because she cried right after that. Like afterwards, like you you see her turn yeah. around and you hear her cries. So I'm mean, assuming like she was so desperate for like affection or connection that oh, I see. she she wanted it, which is what would have happened if the the, the slave owner wives would have came in. She was like, I need a connection, Solomon, give it to me. Play the violin afterwards. That's what would have happened. Play the violin afterwards. <laughs> Michael Fassbender couldn't play the violin. Right. Could he? Couldn't. He couldn't play the violin. He couldn't play the violin. Solomon could play the violin. I can't. I can't argue with that. He couldn't right. play the violin. You thought it was wow. bad. That wasn't that bad. That no, made sense. That, that made it, sense. What, it wasn't bad. And it, Do you have anything? It made sense. To add, James? Uh, no. Let me just check. I hate when he reads He's notes. checking his notes. Let me just check my notes see if I have anything else. Can we just do yeah. the So, like, After Earth, though. Have you guys seen After Earth? Because if... Because... No, because, like... Cause, have we seen After Earth? Yeah, have you seen it? Because... No, because, like, think about how it connects to this movie. Please tell me. Okay. <laughs> so, like, in After Earth... It, we're on Earth. It's a new time now, right? It's a different. It's what? a diff, it's it's different. It's in the future, grounds. man. It's different grounds than these people are used to. You know, they're like they're strangers in this land. You know, uh, you are reaching, and they no, well, no. Listen, and they are enslaved by their inability to express their emotions. Yo, start the no, calls. Wait, no, wait, no, start the calls. Start the calls. No, because they're ins- Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now we're gonna no, we're gonna do some questions before the calls. I think so. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we do the calls. We do the first? calls. Let's do the calls. All right, all right. Wait, don't we ask questions first? I think we ask questions first. All right, cool. We gotta they because they're gonna give their opinions and then we're gonna give. And then oh, we're okay, gonna. Okay, that's okay. gonna, we're gonna, gonna help final us. Final say. Okay, got you, got you. Okay. Uh, so where's NYU Carly? Yeah, where's NYU Carly? Yeah. Wait, do we have an extra mic? Oh, great. Okay, so, guys, if you have questions, we're going to come out to you now. If you have questions about the movie or about the podcast in general, things that we missed, something that you want to say, uh, just raise your hand and we'll come to you and we'll answer them. But there's a stipulation. There's a stipulation. So you got to do one of three things before you can ask a question. You got to say whether or not you think this movie helps the cause or you have to say whether, whether or not this movie is better than After Earth or third, you that's can say... That's the easy way out. Yeah, that's the easy way out. Or third, you can tell us if there could have been a swirl and where would it have gone. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and... Just for those who don't know, we rate movies. The cause is more, le- uh, more leading actors of color in major motion pictures. We give it either a black fist, meaning it helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing. Okay? That's the rating system. All right. Great. It took about like Does, three uh, questions. Anybody right? have questions like three or questions, comments? Right? Or? Yeah, like three. Okay. Three wonderfully yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. questions, right? Three. Oh. All right, you can say your name. Hi. Uh, oh, sorry. Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hello. Watching your, uh, listening to your podcast since Barbershop. Oh, <laughs> oh thanks. Thanks. Oh, man. Barbershop is... Well, that's that's right. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first, I have to give it a white palm. White palm, okay. okay. Yeah, because I agree with Draw in that I'm just tired of seeing slave... Mo- I feel like... In Hollywood, there's so. What's many your favorite slave movie? <laughs> What's your favorite slave favorite movie? Slave movie. 
Why you got what? a favorite? Why does he? What? He just said he's tired of seeing them. Why would them? he have that's a favorite? It's like, but I'm, he doesn't have like, a no, favorite one. He doesn't. Well, maybe like he has a favorite one. That's why he's like this. They already did it. Great, and we don't need to see <laughs> it again. Okay, it's not, okay. No global <laughs> movies like TV specials. It's like it's just a yeah, part yeah, yeah. Of oh, totally, totally. History that's his right. favorite. And it's just that to see a black actor get nominated for a role has to be in some kind of like historically accurate black person. So like. We got Martin Luther King. Like, how many um, movies have about Martin Luther King? We got one about Malcolm X. There's mm. another one coming out about. We got um, Denzel on Training Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a historically yeah. accurate yeah. film. No, I'm saying that's one that's not a. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. I got you. Anyway. And another one coming out with um, I don't know. They said yeah. Is that the Nazi one? Yeah, where the with the sorry the Olympics and Nazi. Yeah, yeah, oh, race, 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 race. Yeah, race. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And cool. Guess what that was about? Yeah, I think this movie. Um, I'm giving it a, a palm because the I think like it got best adapted screenplay. It helped. Yeah, one, like, yeah. everyone got out there. But I'm just tired of seeing. You know, I want there to be a movie where it doesn't have to be a black thing, where it has to be or oppression or slaves or anything like that. Where right. It can just be yeah. people. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, uh, cool. <laughs> All, All right. You thank you. That. That was, I agree with you. I agree. That was that. Yeah. Because I'm like, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Brother Nation's gonna get an Oscar nomination, and you know, you're gonna, y'all gonna say, "Can we review it?" And I'm gonna say, "Hell no, All I'm right. not watching no more slavery movies." I don't movies. know why. No, <laughs> no more slavery movies will be watched uh, yeah, by me. Dude, slavery, dude. slavery movies. You are so. Mad. There's a show called The Underground coming out. It's about the Underground Railroad. Good lord. Wait, it's called, but it's For called real? The it Underground. I saw, I saw the trailer today. It's on PBS. It's called Underground. And the first thing is, the first thing the guy says is. This, it was like one of those behind the scenes. This is different from any other movie because we're fighting to escape. Oh, good lord! <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm so, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's uh, your name? Uh, Steven. Friend was uh, friends with Jara. What's up, Steven? Hello. What's up? I'll give it uh, actually a fist. All right. Okay. I think um, you guys can't name more than five movies about slavery. That, that's <laughs> what I yeah. That's and what like, I was saying I in the beginning. Name like a lot of sports movies. Yeah, it's like I'm a sports movie, so I think it was good because I think this was probably the most realistic depiction of what it was and so that was what was so uncomfortable about watching it and i guess my comment is i think it was really emotional you did get to see him a lot emotionally there's one scene in particular where he um this thing the negro spiritual yes that was a good break that was the moment where you saw him break and that's that was a good scene with the rest of the slaves because ah uh, yes yeah that so was a good scene they did look at him in awe a lot and then he kind of looked down upon them, but that was right. the one moment. That was the one realized, moment. Like they actually figured it out, right? Because I'm trying to be smart and try to figure this out, but they literally had to just look at God and say, "This is fucked." Yeah, yeah. yes. And they had to sing along, so I think that was yeah. like, the moment. And uh, quick thing, because I'll let it pass it on. Um, I actually think the white savior worked in this case, just because there's no other way he would have gotten free. No, it's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Jarrah's mad I just like Jarrah's actually mad at everything it, it, else it, it, no I agree like yeah, yeah, he yeah. needed that but it's just like also it's what really happened in real life yeah. I know <laughs> uh, cool uh, w- w- can I just say real quick thank you for bringing up that scene and yeah, that moment because scene. I think that that moment is I mean I know we don't have time to talk about it but that's a really powerful moment that's the one moment that we wanted that's the one that we were talking well, because about because it's like it, it feels it, relating to these other people it also kind of feels like at least for me, it was like, oh, no, I, d- I, I almost don't want him to sing because it's like, oh, is he is the singing like an acceptance? But no, the singing is a it's more of a, a like a re- release and it's like a, release, a, yeah. and a fight. And, and he understands I, the purpose. It's of it. so beautiful. So thank you for bringing up that.
Yeah. He said cool. it's kind of like the no, 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 diaspora. No, no, no. That's just for us. No, no. No, the listeners can never know. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell no, them. about the diaspora, yeah. Tell them, James. Great. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I'd like to remain anonymous. <laughs> that's oh, man. Tessa's oh, that's so right weird. Now, we real had quick. another live episode <laughs> where somebody remained anonymous. That's Tessa's Sounded speaking. like you. All right. I'm sorry. Was okay. Um... So I don't know whether I'm a fist or a palm. I feel really conflicted, so I kind of want to speak to why I'm so conflicted. Um, is this your comment? Yes. Then you have to give something else if you're not going to give it a rating. Well, well, this is I'm telling you my rating is confliction between palm. I'm not going to fight with what her. What I'm saying is... Wait, no, yeah, wait, wait. In terms of our stipulation... Let her say why, and then maybe that's a question that we can help to answer. No, no, I agree that that's the question, but I'm saying... We Ooh. get to say the question by saying something. So you can say something about, is it better than... Brelock's tell is it better than winning his battle. Is it better than After Earth? Is it better than... That shouldn't be the question. That's the question. Is it better than After Earth? Or do you want to give it a swirl? Listen, I'm not I'm, giving it a swirl. Is it better than After Earth? <laughs> I'm not giving it a swirl. I gave it a swirl last time. Okay. Yeah. Is so it better than After Earth? It, you know it's better than After Earth. Okay. All right. All right. I feel like we, we stepped into something that we wasn't ready for. Now, now I'm talking about my conflict. So the strength of the movie that I would want to give it a fist is because it's we get to see that there was a person who was a, a free man and we get to see a little bit of that story and we get to see it through like this was written by Solomon like that's an, it's amazing to hear the story through the eyes of a black man right. you know and we get to see this we you know this is new to a lot of people this idea of a free man in that time so i think all of that is like powerful and gives fist and we get to see a lot of confusing moments like james talks about of like strength within slavery because we've seen so many stories of just like a, a quote unquote submissiveness within slavery for survival of course but um my my like complication with that is that we get to see we get so confused about just like draw saying we see so much of our like black history is in our slavery story and i feel like that's so confusing like what oh so much of black history is about slavery and we don't need to see it anymore it's like as if we would celebrate women's history and by celebrating women's history we would talk about all of the domestic violence and rape that happens to women it's like that's not the story of black history that's white history that's you know, that's not the story of women's history. That's the story of men's history. You know, we're, we're so confused around it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, so I feel like we don't need to see it anymore. And then I, so I get upset about it in this film because we see so much more emphasis. We had so much time watching her be whipped and we had so much time in that violence. And we, I don't think that the world needs to see on screen any more of this, like violence to the black body. Um, so then I don't want to give it a fist. Right. Yeah, cool. man, that, yeah. That, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, up here? Do, 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 do. And why you call running up the steps? It. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get her a clap. Um, I understand all of the problems that people have with the movie, and it's nice hearing all of it because Did it's the first time that I've seen it. No, seen it and heard about oh, okay, the problems that people have towards the movie, but I give it a fist because um, I thought it was really interesting that you brought up that the movie was really well received internationally. I watched the movie in Korea, right. which is oh, where wow. from. Um, and the movie did so well, both critically acclaimed and um, I know the movie made a lot of mo- the movie made a lot of money in Korea. Um, 
Because I think Korea is relatively a very homogenous country um, that's very collective in its mindset. And I think seeing this for the first time was really powerful for people over there. And I think for other nations who are so removed from this period of history um, mm. in the U.S. And I thought it was really refreshing for me to hear how um, moved my people were. And, yeah. it's a good point. Uh, great. Yeah. Sir in the front. Korea, that's deep. <laughs> that's a good point. It did very well internationally. I'm going to give the movie a fist. All right. Oh, yeah. From a white man's point of view. When you spoke about, from Omaha, Nebraska, oh, wow. when you talked about, from your view, was the movie made, and as white people saw it, did it make them feel better? Because I'm not like that. Look at me. My feeling was when I saw the movie was embarrassment, hmm. was sadness. As a white man, I'm thinking, how could any man do that to another man? Right. So I give it a fist because I thought it shows how inhumane we can be to one another, and it makes me want to be better. That's a good point. It's a good I'm point. To, and I'm, I'm going to continue with that because... Man's inhumanity to man, and maybe you are tired of seeing slavery movies, and people are tired of seeing Holocaust movies. And the sadness is, is that if we don't keep reminding people of this inhumanity that we all shared in, right. that we are doomed to repeat it. And some of the things that you say, and you talk about the Midwest, and the sad thing is, is that I've talked to black people in the Midwest, and they've said they'd rather be in the South, where it's open, it's not hidden. But sometimes people are, they're subversive about their racism. Right. And that is something we need to address for sure, because we need to look at every human being as the same as ourselves and how we would be treated. And it's a crucial message that every, the movie, the movie sells. That's why they made 150 million, whatever they made, you know, it, it, because it's sold. But it really needs, the story cannot be forgotten. Great. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Uh, do we? Oh yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I'm going to give it a palm just because, and I would love your opinion on... I just want to note something. You set a trend of nobody introducing your, their names. 
Sorry, I'm, I'm Mike. <laughs> Mike! I'm Mike, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, it's your fault. Go ahead, it's your Mike. Fault, Mike. It's your fault, Mike. Um, uh, and I'm going to give it a palm, and I, I want your opinion on this, too. Uh, so with Brad Pitt's casting, and I, I know you've talked about it a little bit, yeah. uh, but don't you think that moment would have been so much cooler if it was some like a no-name actor? Because I think, for me, like when he comes on stage, I'm like, I mean on stage, on screen, I'm like, oh, damn, that's Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. I forgot he was in this. And like that whole moment almost gets... Uh, like over overshadowed because he's Brad it. Pitt. Like, hey, it looks Brad Pitt's new facial hair. Or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. That's Hollywood yeah. too. I, I felt the same way about The Martian, where like Matt Damon was like the surprise cameo, yeah. and I was like, I, you I mean? Uh, great. No, oh, not The Martian. Um, um, Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, he was in the. He was uh, a man trapped on a planet. In two movies, yeah. I, back to I back. mean, how does that happen? Like, well, but I was they, seriously, I was like, you what? always got to save Matt Damon, save it, Prime Ryan. Got to save, 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 save Matt you Damon. Got to save Matt. You always got to save Matt Damon. Um, I I agree as well. I wrote down the second it happened, like I'm suddenly watching a movie when Brad Pitt walks on. You know, like yeah. it was like I was like lost in it before, and then he's there, and it's like, oh, okay, all right. That's how um, I feel when Oprah's in a movie. It's like sometimes <laughs> no, but when, sometimes when I'm like when I watch film, I was like. Why is Oprah in this scene? But I think it's the thing of like, oh, to sell this movie. I mean, yeah, that's just that's a, yeah, movie. That's just what it is. All right, let's. We have here because no one's here. gonna say no to Oprah. We go. We can get both. All right, all right, all right. Um, hi, my name is Io, um, and uh, I give the movie a fist um, because of something that Steve McQueen said actually. Um, who's like a director that I really admire. Um, and like an interviewer asked him like about the perception of the movie, like something similar um, to what you guys were talking about, about how white people seem to like feel after the movie. And he said like while laughing, like I don't make movies for white people. Um, <laughs> like, the discomfort and um, just like the raw nature of it, um, like was all really intentional and just like wanted to tell the story as truthfully as possible. Like, um, and even like uh, when James was talking about the scene where Simon is just like hanging, um, it's like so chilling, and you just see the kids playing, and it's like so reflective, um, just on like all the terrible things that are happening right now in our country, like people's bodies just being left in the street, like. And while the cops are there, like, examining it, and, like, the people of the community will, like, watch that happen. Like, it's really awful, um, but really moving that he chose to portray that uh, as much as he did, even though it's hard to watch. Um, but what really interested me as well was when you guys were talking about Eliza and how um, she's a character who is really, is, like, trying to hold on to her hope, um, mm. and she wasn't like the actress who played her um, wasn't really recognized for that. Um, and it made me think of Viola Davis in Doubt, if you guys yeah, of course, that. Yeah, of um, course. Because like, she was nominated she was in the movie too. for like eight and a half seconds, and she was nominated for an Oscar. And um, that's like not the real time. Yeah. But no, like, she was nominated. It was um, 12 minutes. 12 minutes of full screen yeah, time. Yeah, in like a full-length right. movie. Yeah, full and, screen time. Um. Which happens. Which happens. <laughs> happened to Robert De Niro and um, uh, the Godfather yeah. part and Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for being in the film for like, what, 13 but, minutes? Yeah, it's so 16. short. Yeah. He doesn't blink, which is kind of cool. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's like an interesting sort of like thing that I was thinking about. And I yeah. don't really have an answer right. to it. Um, and like part of me just wonders if it's like 
the politics of it and if they were like listen like we have one slave movie and we have one really good actress so like we can only pick one to like lobby for like yeah that, mm-hmm. that process, is part of it. which like yeah. stinks but um i don't know that's just something cool. that i was like all right thank you yes let's get let's get one more in this thing yeah um i'm cj hey cj <laughs> I'm going to give the movie a fist because if the cause is more leading black actors of color in Hollywood, then I think from this movie, even though Chiwetel was in stuff before this, he really popped after this movie. Hmm. And Lupita, even though they CGI'd the hell out of her in Star Wars, she really popped after this movie. And so if the cause is just more leading people of color in major motion pictures, then I think this movie achieved that. So is Lupita the lead in Star Wars? She's not the lead. All right, wait, hold on one second though. But she's in Star Wars. What's a what's a what's a movie with Tattel that came after Twelve Years oh, Slave where he's the lead? Oh shit! Uh, he's, got, he's got one coming. He's, he's got, got one coming. coming. All right, cool. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying we gotta we gotta make sure we know what's happening. Um, Who was the lead of The Martian, which Tattel Age of Four was in? Oh, but first off, he was uh, brown cast. He was brown. Cast. He was brown. He was brown cast. It's true. He was brown cast. Because that movie. role was, it was an Asian in the book. Right? Uh, was it Indian? Indian. Indian. Indian? Oh, they're yeah. trying to set him up. Oh, you know what they did? They were like, like no, nah, I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. No, you're, yeah, yeah. I, they still yeah. could have had him in there. Yeah. So I just I have one quick comment. Go ahead. You guys talked about uh, Zoe Saldana not having another, having a male of color as her love interest mm-hmm. in the movie since Drumline. We see the same thing with black men. When's the last time Denzel Will had a woman of color as their love interest? Well, Den- well Denzel, Denzel has... Like he had, hit, I mean, flight. He had what? This is the thing. Woman of color. Like, are we not including um, Latinas? Because, like, I mean, he had like Denzel yeah. had uh, Paula Patton. He had Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. Yeah, Eva Mendes twice technically. Yeah. Um, Sanaa Lathan was in Deja Vu. Will Smith. The last time they had, they had a dark skinned woman. See had, that? Had that is the question woman. you should be asking. Yeah. That is the question because how many how many dark skinned women do we have in Hollywood? Period. Because mm-hmm. they could technically, people made it like when Lapita came out, they were like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Her skin. I'm like, yeah. Black women that have darker pigment <laughs> have are existed. Like, they've been beautiful. People made it like they were like, she was some foreign creature that no one had ever seen before. And it's like, no, but it's like people it's are like, true. oh my God. And the thing is, right now, so funny you bring it up, I do think complexion sometimes matters because, I mean, we got Lapita. I mean, we have Viola Davis, who is literally, and make sure, she makes sure you know that she's a dark-skinned woman who's older. But outside of them, uh, there are people, but they're not, um, um, they're not, yeah, but it's not they're like rarely the, ever the lead. They're not the talk of the town. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Pam Greer, or well, I don't know. Um, no, 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 no. See, that, that's a good question, because like we don't have many, because I feel like inflation matters. I mean, the thing is, if it was a Tyler Perry movie, it's a dark-skinned dude, he going to beat a woman in it. He ain't going to save the day. Like, he sure ain't going to save the day if it's a Tyler Perry movie. And that's a black dude. So, like, what are we saying? All right. Sorry, we got to do the cause? Yeah, Sorry. we got to do the All cause. Right. All right. <laughs> we've been here. We've been talking about slavery for two yeah. hours. All right. All right, let's do this cause. All right. Who wants to go first? No, we got we to do it. Oh, we going? All right, that's right. Three. I'm sorry. Can I get a, Can I get an extra second? Yeah, can we get, can this be a, can can this be a, a four-second countdown? Yeah, can you do a four? All right, I'll do a four-second right. countdown. Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to close my eyes. All right, me too. I know what's happening. Four. Three. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Do we go on one or are we gonna go after one? Let's go after one. I think one. it's like one and then we put okay, our okay, okay. let's do that, let's do that, let's do that, let's do that. Okay. Four, three, two, one. All right. That's fair. That's fair. 
We got two black Ooh. fists and a white palm. Oh, I was scared. I know. I gave it. Gerard I did gave it. it a fist. Why'd you give it a palm, Bray? Why did I? No, you go first. You gave it a fist. You been crapping on this movie the entire episode. <laughs> what well, is my thing about the movie? And yes, everyone knows I don't like the movie, but the whole point of the cause is not whether you like the movie or not, whether it helps get more leading people, um, people of color in a film. Mm-hmm. The tricky part is, is that I don't think Lupita has led a movie. Like since, and I don't think she's um, only been in Star Wars. Yeah, and I don't think um, has he. Has she's he, leading on Broadway though. Yeah, right? but has has Eclipse? Edge of like Edge of Four hasn't had him. Like he hasn't. It led depends one. if you consider he's in a movie. It's Z like Zachariah? a post-apocalyptic Z movie. Z for Zachariah. Z for Zachariah. But he's not the lead. I mean, it's what arguable. is my thing? I know that they 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 didn't like lead the movies per like per se, but I think the fact that like Lapita bought like attention to dark skinned black women, she won an Oscar. It was like a great thing, right? Hopefully Hollywood catches up and like I know she's buying her own scripts to put herself in movies, but that was a good thing. Steve McQueen, this movie won Best Picture, it was directed by a black person, written by a black man. Um, technically, it was adapted by a black man, <laughs> written by a black man who was a slave at the time. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, and, and honestly, your answer is what said it. When you said that it wasn't like, oh, I, I'm happy I'm not them, it was like almost like embarrassment, almost like to me, like okay, then it did do something, right? Well, not no matter like I felt happy while watching it. At least it did something, you know. And to, no, for, for a white man to say I want to do better, I can't. I can't. That movie won. Like the movie's like yes, that that's what we need right there. You know what I'm saying? You need people to say I want to do better. I want people to be like I. Want, I don't know. It won. I don't know how to explain, it, but it won. With I, yeah, I hear saying. Yeah, I uh, I struggled with what I was gonna give it. I didn't know. Um, and it had a lot to do with everyone's comments. Like everyone's comments was like, you know, some people were for it, some people weren't. But I think I'm definitely leaning on what my man here said and what CJ was saying. Uh, just because like the, the all of the the heat that was behind uh, uh, Chibatel and Lapita after this, you know, um, and this being Lapita's first on screen, right? And then also just the number of 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 black people in this movie that get you know that just get moments and get time um i i'm a big fan of chris chris chalk and like he's in it for you know he's the he plays clemens in the beginning of it and just like that i think that that's great um and also thinking about you know what steven was saying about how like maybe i can't name other (laughs) black slave movies you know so like and 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 just how i felt how conflicted I felt watching this movie and the way that this movie made me think. Um, I think it deserves a fist for that. Cool. Why did I end? I shouldn't end. <laughs> Why you, you ended it with well, a palm. Here, but, so this is the reason I gave it a palm. And I, I mean, it's, we, it, some of the people here had kind of expressed the reason that we did throughout the podcast. But here, there's a couple things. One, you're right. We haven't seen, there aren't that many slave movies. I brought that point up myself. And that being said, I think, uh, we had somebody say as well the reason that we haven't seen a lot of we haven't seen a lot of slave movies but slavery has been taught we have specials about it we have tv movies about it we it's constantly in the our mind and we got two it TV is we are reminded constantly of like we you you know black people used to be slaves right and there is a point where it's like you know what like white people used to be slaves you know like white people there are slaves still today you know what I mean? There are slaves in the world right now. Like, slavery is a human problem. 
it is a in there is a time in our country where slavery was directed exactly towards black people and 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 set up in this way there are all these laws set up so that uh if you were like, if you had one drop of black blood in you, you were considered black, and therefore you had to be segregated, and all this stuff, right? That being said, it's like we're moving away from that, and I and I, I don't want it to be like the only time we get to see a black story is about the struggle of coming out of slavery. You know what I mean? Like, and and so yes, to tell Ijafor maybe got some heat, but you know who got or Lupita's gonna get heat? Yeah, but you know who got heat from Amistad? You know, Gigi uh, Mahansu, is he the lead in movies? No, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, he comes, but then it starts to go away. And, like, the next time he got another supporting actor role was for, was for Blood Diamond, you know? He didn't win that. But, like, it was still a supporting role where Leo was the lead. And it, I, I don't know how much these films really help out the careers of the actor. It definitely helps them out, obviously. You, you can't say it doesn't, but I don't know how far it gets them because I think the industry as a whole still is like, look, if you want to do a movie with the black lead, like it's probably going to do better if it's about the struggle in some way. You know what I mean? And, and like we were saying in the beginning, we want to move past that. That's kind of one of the things that we started this podcast with. Um, and also, I, I, love that, I love that there are people who watch. And of course, there are probably many, many, many people. The fact that it did well internationally is so great. That's why I'm not giving it nothing. You know what I mean? Like There are things that this movie did that were great. But I do think one of the main problems that um, the woman down uh, front said is that we have people who are still don't realize the racism. You know what I mean? They, they don't realize it's subconscious. It's unbiased. They don't understand that. And I, th- I really do think that people watch this movie. It's, I don't think it's the intent of Steve McQueen, but I think people watch this movie and they go, yes, it was that bad and it no longer is like that. Because I read Facebook comments every day that is like this when people, a hashtag Black Lives Matter comes out and people say all lives matter. All lives matter. Why? It's like, why are you saying Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. You don't. You don't get it. You know what I mean? They want it. They think racism is over because slavery is over. There's no segregation. Civil rights happen. Obama's president. Boom, boom. It's over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people legitimately think this way. And it's like, yes, do we need reminders of slavery? Maybe, but we also need reminders of today. Of like, like there are stu- there are stuff that happens that's so systematic. You know what I mean? Like you can be racist without thinking in your mind. Black people should be slaves, you know? So that's why I gave it a, that's why I gave it a white pop. All right? Is that okay with you? You said a lot. I'm catching up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a second. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, no, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It. We're not, I'm not going to argue yeah, your... All right, it's okay. All right, man. <laughs> no, you're, okay? you're not going to argue your call. Right, your, right, that's right, your right, answer right, for the right, call. Yeah, man, that makes sense. I'm just tired. Can we just... Next time we have a live show, can we come back anyway you and do a movie where, like, there's a black female lead and she's, like, a president or something? I'm just tired of seeing, like... Does that, mo- like wait, does, that wait, movie does that movie exist? Fuck, so, what's NYU right? Somebody write it real quick. <laughs> like, that's come true, on, man. That's true, that's true. I'm just tired. Concussion is, yep, yep. Wait, does, uh, let's not talk about concussion, though, real quick. Let's not well, talk about no, concussion, concussion. Concussion, no, but, concussion, yeah. Yeah, but the thing about concussion, too. It got is concussion a good movie? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, is that it's, the next one? It's a, it's a questionable one. But the thing is, Will Smith didn't get a nomination, and he plays a brilliant the doctor. The movie did nothing got out. nomination from concussion. He tried to help out. I'm not uh, saying he was great in it, but I he, mean, I don't know if know. it deserved it, but no, nothing got nomination from, for concussion. Um, so, no, he no, he didn't, he didn't get nominated. That's what I'm saying. Why. He didn't he get a SAG nomination either. He wasn't either. a drug wasn't dealer trying to save the... Listen, you know... That's what we're talking about. So, all right. 
I think we shouldn't do a slate movie for another three years, twelve years, maybe. <laughs> um, I see what you did there, and I, I hate it. I literally All right. hate it. Uh, but thank y'all for coming thank out. Thank you guys though. for coming out. Thank you for hanging we appreciate out. Appreciate it. Woo. Uh, is there anything we want to plug? There's a there's a sketch show that all three of us are in. That it's what is it? February eleventh. Uh, February eleventh. So this 11th. Thursday. This Thursday for those of you uh, here in this audience. <laughs> this Thursday. This at Thursday at eight p.m. at UCB Theater, Chelsea. And Friday the twenty sixth at seven thirty. Friday the twenty sixth. It's called Astronomy Club: A Journey Through Black History. Uh, it's a fun sketch show. Come check it out if you want. Otherwise, Guess what it's about? It's about Black History. <laughs> Hey, now you're realizing that titles mean the thing that's in... Yeah, I mean, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank we'll you. All right, guys, it's time for some plugs. Uh, thank you for listening to Come that 12, 12 years. <laughs> yeah, that that wonderful... Woo! Okay. Yeah, James cursed at me, y'all. I did. And let me just say this. Can I say this? Dara, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. I no, really. I loved it. I I, I mean I, I was so mad. I, you're was, so mad. I was so mad. It was like <laughs> it was too much. It Listen, was too much. <laughs> uh follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and yep. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um Black Men Can't Jump. Black Man Podcast or whatever on Facebook. I don't. I it's it's Black Man it. Podcast. Black Man Podcast on Facebook. on Facebook too. On Facebook, yeah, yeah. So if you if if you do at Black Man Podcast, you'll find our page, which is Black Man Can't. Great. Uh, some shout out, man. Where, where we got? We got listeners from Australia. Yeah, we got, we got Yo, a couple of We on every continent. Yeah, Australia. Every continent. Bop, and then bop, bop. was it? Who is from? Because somebody from Korea. And then, but somebody it was from, two people. It was two people from Australia. Uh, yeah, but then there was somebody else who was also listening from Asia. I think India. I don't remember. I don't know. Man, we on every continent. But we y'all. on every continent, then. y'all. If you live somewhere, no, honestly, just tweet us where you live. Just tell us where you just live. Tell us where you live. We just tell us, your address, um, tell us your home address. Tell us your home address. Your home address. Tell us we have a couch that we can stay on if we ever come to your yeah, town. Exactly. Actually, please tell us. that. Yo, if you live in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are coming to South by Southwest. Part of that head gum. Hey I think gum. we plugged this already, but I'm plugging it again. Plug it every time till we South get it. South by Southwest, March 11th at the North Door venue, uh, 3 p.m. Is it 3.30 or 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. I say 3 p.m. Tickets are $20. You can go to blackmen.podcast. Uh, I mean, sorry, God. Blackmanpodcast.squarespace.com mm-hmm. or my website, johnbraylock.com. Yeah, or you can check out headgum.com. They got all that stuff up there, too, because it's going to be us, two other wonderful podcasts, doing wonderful, funny things. Yeah. yeah. She didn't text back. We said last time it was. Uh, uh, what did we call it? I don't know. We, it's The podcast is called She Didn't Text Back. And John Gabriel says, Hi, Mighty. Also, follow me on Twitter at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K, and Instagram. Uh, and I already plugged my website. And go watch How to Be Single. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh. Uh, John is in that movie, and he gives like, one of the biggest single. laugh lines. Somebody tweeted at me, and they were like, they just quoted my line, and I was like, thank you. Yeah, yes. yeah, bro. I mean, that laugh line killed. Yes. Braylock killed, y'all. Thank you. Uh, what you got to plug? 
you, uh, you going after that? Follow me. Yeah, well, I got to. Oh, okay. I don't have a movie. Uh, I would have just waited <laughs> a minute or two. Just wait, just wait a full minute of silence after waited. he plugs his I would have waited that. No, that's fine. Uh, James Third Comedy on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Um, also, we are doing uh, a show at UCB East on Saturday uh, at what time is it? Um, Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. So if you're listening to this on Friday, if you're listening to this on Saturday, please come out to the show. Uh, it's at UCB uh, East. We're doing East some Village. improv. Doing a solid improv, y'all. Yes. To rob what you get. I ain't plugging nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll plug, I guess. Astronomy Clubs presents A Journey Through Black oh, yeah. History. You yeah. want to plug it? I forgot when it's it is. It's Friday. Oh, God. It's, it's Friday, Friday, February 26th, <laughs> Friday, February 7.30 p.m. UCB Chelsea. Hey, yeah, the, yeah, and then we got two dates in March, right? Yes, two dates in March. What are those dates? Those dates are... I know y'all can't leave me to do important dates. <laughs> so I always forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> those dates are March 14th at 8 p.m. And I don't have the second date. Isn't that your birth- when is your birthday, James? My birthday is March 2nd. And then here oh. is the here's the announcement too. <laughs> These plugs are so weird. <laughs> I know this is a lot. <laughs> if people get through all this, I congratulate you. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if you're on Snapchat, oh, oh, this week or next week, we got coming out a couple of videos, uh, uh, a series. Uh, thank you, Black people. Yep, on Comedy Central's Snapchat channel. Yes, yep. baby. That's right, Comedy Central's Snapchat channel. If you don't have Snapchat, go download it and then figure out how to use it. It'll take you a long time. If you are I like me, I still don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> if you're a younger listener, you're like, you guys are mad old. What you talking about is so easy. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's mad easy. I'm on Snapchat right now, and I'm and I'm amazing at it. How so many it only exists. <laughs> For like 24 hours, the videos. Yeah. So yes. we don't know exactly what days are coming out, but that means you have to listen. Yeah. You have to watch. Yeah, we'll, be just, we'll be tweeting. Like Once we know, we'll let you know. But yeah. yeah, it'll be great. Watch it. Let us know how awesome it is. Tweet at Comedy Central so they know how awesome yes, it is. Yes, tweet at Comedy Central. Tweet at Comedy Central. Let them know how awesome it is. Say, we want more of this. Yeah. Definitely do that. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Tweet at them and be like, hey, if you don't, if you don't make more of these, we're going you know, to stop. All right. And next week, we are reviewing the... Well, actually, no. We're not reviewing a film. Next week is the Oscars, y'all. We're going to do a special Oscar episode. And we got a special guest. We can't tell you who it is. Oh, we can't tell you? Yeah, we can't tell you who it is. We can't tell who it is. Oh, it's a secret? Okay. It's a secret. It's a returning guest. It's a returning guest. I can tell you that. And it's a lady, too. And it's a lady. So that narrows it down to two people. And it narrows it down to one of two Yo, by the way, we're trying to get ladies. They just... It's it's so hard. We are. We have asked so many ladies, and they all say yes, but the schedules aren't working out. Schedules aren't working out because, you know, they they doing their thing. They They balling. They doing Yo, ladies are tearing it up, running the world. Oh, yeah. We got to give a shout out to our past guest uh, Natasha Rothwell who has a Netflix show coming out soon yeah, yeah. characters this is the longest plugs of all time yeah it really is next How week m- we're doing a special Oscars episode we are gonna break down Oscars so white it is going to be legit <laughs> I'm so excited for it's it it's gonna be too I'm legit I'm, to nervous. I'm, I'm nervous I'm so excited for it I can't uh, wait okay cool uh, we'll see you next week peace peace that was a HeadGum Podcast 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!